0: Hey everyone and welcome to the show i'm mike and i'm marty and this is two guys a league and some guests let's get it started
1: Okay, well, how about we get right into it then? What makes the Vancouver Canucks current situation? What do you guys think of the Vancouver Canucks current situation? Uh, we can go ahead. I think we start with Joel um, because he is our resident Canucks fan. That face tells me he's super happy. Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, uh, the NHL's worst kept secret was confirmed today mm. uh, with the firing of our beloved uh, Bruce Boudreaux along with uh, his, an assistant coach, uh, Trent Cull, which I really didn't know much about. And they hired Rick Tockett um, as the new head coach. He's bringing in Adam Foote, uh, but he's also bringing in Sergei, uh, Sergei Gonchar as a defensive development coach. Um, me personally, I remember him more about his you know, point production, not Defense. necessarily his defensive game, um, but he's being brought in as a defensive development coach, so it's fine uh they've decided to keep mike yao and uh jason king on uh on their coaching staff uh how do i feel about my <clears throat> Um
3: i'm just gonna <laughs> say i'm just gonna cut in here and you can cut this if you want but when you said how do i feel about my canucks it kind of sounded like how do i feel about my nuts
1: (laughs) yeah i'm gonna edit it that way anyways
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you you can't feel good about either i'm sure
2: (laughs) i will try to pronunciate better (laughs) thank you um Truthfully, like I, I believe the optics for this team is actually a lot worse than they actually than they actually are. Um, we currently sit with a 3.75 goals per game average, which is in the top 10 in the league. Okay. We we currently, currently have a great core group. We've got Pedersen, Horvat, Miller, Hughes. I'll throw in Kuzmento, uh, Kuzmenko, who I didn't really realize until i started looking stuff up he's got 41 points in 45 games
1: solid absolutely that's awesome so that's a
2: great group of seven right there then we got like complimentary pieces like uh besser garland uh shen uh mikhayev uh and i haven't even mentioned demko yet who's been out since like early december he's starting to skate there now he should be back before uh february um but obviously, like, he didn't have a great start to the season. Um, but the last few seasons, he's proven himself, like, to be a, to me, a top 10 goalie in the league when when everything's going well. So, like, I do still really love this team. It's our it's just our defense is brutal. We have 13 million tied up with Ekman Larson, who's got 19 points in 45 Jeez. games. Wow. And, and Myers, who's got 10 in 43. Come on. Now, okay, fine. You don't want to be, like, the scorers on the team. That's fine. We've got Quinn for that. But keep the puck out of the net then. Do something. epstein Larson's now a team worse minus 18. Like, he, like, we've got yeah. way too much money invested in a terrible defensive core. So, like, to me, this the bowling point has been this month. We've got yeah. players. The entire team is frustrated. They've all said so. They're frustrated with how the season has gone. Like, this team was supposed to... Yeah. Compete yeah. for a playoff spot. We're nowhere Absolutely. near. Um, we've got the Miller situation, slamming his stick behind Delia. Uh, Tanner Pearson and how Quinn was calling out some of the staff on how that was dealt with. Tanner Pearson's now gone for the year. And then but my fi- the final straw to me was how they dealt with Boudreaux. Like, here's a 40-year veteran, like a shoe-in Hall of Famer. Like, they didn't even have...
0: Second was, best points percentage for coaches in in league history, I think. Oh geez, no way!
2: Whoa. Yeah, second somehow, best
0: points percentage.
2: Somehow it leaks that the Canucks are going to be hiring Rick Tockett. Like, how does that yeah. happen? You know, not show the respect that Boudreaux deserves by at least telling him yourself, "This is like we're we're going to be making a change." Like he finds out through the media. Yeah. Like, like I don't know if any of you saw the clip on Friday. It wasn't his last game, but on Friday, uh, the the crowd went to this usual like Bruce. There it is, chant. And he starts getting emotional and he does yeah. those little fist pumps to the heart, mm-hmm. you know, like all oh, this, that means a lot. Like, like that was the final straw for me. Like I actually felt true anger towards this ownership, like Rutherford, Alvin, uh, Aquilini, uh, Aquilini, I can never say that name. Like I it just, it's such a rodeo down there. Like, I don't know. So what do we do from now? Like our core group is too talented for us to fall to the bottom. But our defense isn't strong enough to get us to the playoffs. So we're, like, stuck in the middle. And this management team, they're they're content with trading for talent – like, trading talented players for, like, first and second round busts or, oh, they haven't really hit their potential, but let's, let's give them a new change of scenery and the, the things are going to come. Like, they're not after, like, the draft picks as they should. Like, it, it just – yeah, I'm at a loss for words. The team, like where the team is frustrated, the fans are frustrated, our management doesn't have enough respect for the coaching staff or their fan base to be up front with them. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't know if talk, it's the right answer. These being being brought in, you know, like to give this team some tough love, try to keep people in check. But uh yeah, it's not as if talk, it's like win-loss percentage is like this amazing thing he's going to come in and change it now i do expect the team to turn around a little bit it can't be any worse i i I don't think unless a lot of their core guys get traded um yeah the the one the
0: one one thing i will say and look i mean i I totally agree with you joel like it, it is it is really a mess like it's almost like where where do you kind of begin where do you go from here I will say this at the very, very least with this whole situation. And I'm not saying that this is going to equal to more wins. I'm not saying that this was the right move or whatever, but I, I at least will say this is there at least bringing in guys and and Bruce was that guy too, but at least they're not going with all of this like brand new coaching staff who doesn't really have any experience. Like, listen, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's such a mess at least you're not bringing in, like, rookie assistant coaches, like, you know, foot, Gonchar. And again, I'm not saying that these are the right guys in the right positions. But at the very least, the one thing that I did like out of this whole thing was at least they're bringing in guys that have got some experience in the league, whether it's players or coaching. Like, you at least need to have that. Like, could you imagine bringing in some sort of, like, you know, a junior coach or something like that, a brand new guy. Like that would just, to me, would just kind of exasperate the problem again. And guys, again, like I say, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that this is the right move. I'm not saying that they're getting into the right positions, but the one thing that I was like, okay, at the very, very least is at least they're bringing in guys who kind of know what they're doing. Like they've got experience in the league they can, they can at least kind of, you know, there can at least be somewhat, if there is, if there could be a smooth transition here, at least somewhat of a smooth transition over to a new coaching staff. I mean, and, and that's the only kind of thing that I really saw that was any kind of small, small, little positive out of this is at least they're not bringing in people
1: that don't have experience. It could have been. Yeah. In other words, it, could have been even worse so and i do agree i, well, it I it's have, true i think it could have been worse you're right I, my initial reaction right away was like why why are why are so many people so big on rick Tockett? like it, it hasn't nothing has really screamed mm-hmm. oh he's a must hire he definitely what is he not doing in the nhl as a coach oh my goodness, like nothing about him has that his resume is nowhere near yeah. any of that i um, agree pittsburgh ties pittsburgh ties oh rutherford okay <laughs> Yeah, yeah and that was the only other thing I was going to mention how in my opinion all of this falls on Rutherford and the the press conference he put out where he was like no Bruce is our man today and again not 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 acknowledging that it it shouldn't have been handled this way well I, I, he did it to a degree but it was it seemed a lot of it was just phony bullshit at the end of the day the entire way this thing played out it falls on his shoulders and I don't like this is the way this is handled for Bruce and I don't Going out and getting Rick talk you're not doing anything. And the concept that he like is they've got no chance at Bradard. All of this is a waste. All of this seems like if I was a fan, Joel, um, nothing but frustration. No good is coming out of this entire situation, and it's it's really disappointing because, like you said, they should have been more.
2: We're the laughing stock. Now you hear you right listen now. to any media outlet right now, they're like, We don't know what Vancouver is doing, but like. <laughs> You know, and no one would want to be here. Like there, like, no one's going to want to sign here. Like when we're a complete mess, like, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I think, um, two things. Uh, do we think it, do we think it was a coaching problem?
1: No, no. no.
3: So then bringing in another coach.
1: Yeah. What are you going to do? No. Now, he's can-
2: not, I, sorry. Sorry, Scott. I can't, I can't say he's not blameless. Like it, some of this does have to fall a bit on the coach. Like, Everyone loves Bruce. He's a big ham and like, but like, maybe was it, maybe he's too soft for this. Like the the players that are on this team, they need a bit more tough loving. May, maybe that was one of the issues. Main mis- issue? No, I don't think this is. Unlike last year, where like Green had lost the room, like Boudreau has not lost the room. Everyone loves the guy. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good point.
2: It's just they're not. He, they're not being kept in check. They're not being held accountable enough, and so maybe Tockett brings that, but not enough to make what Boudreau did last year.
3: I think um, one of the things I was thinking about is, is is this the here's our coach for the rebuild? That's that's the question. Is he yeah. the transition coach to something to the rebuild? So you know what you got him for, and who knows? I don't know again Vancouver are they in, are they heading for a rebuild are they not I think a lot will come up whenever we see what they do with Horvat what Besser has to say even Kuzmenko they have to re-sign so like I think there's a that'll tell you everything you need to know of, that like with those three players I think they'll sign Kuzmenko that won't be a problem but yeah. the, the other two I think are going to be an interesting challenge um, and that'll tell you everything you need to know and then I think I think you know I think as soon as you do that, that signals to me, depending on what you get back, but signals to me a a little bit of a rebuild. Maybe it's not any like burn it to the ground type thing um, because it doesn't have far to go to the ground,
2: but... (laughs) But I don't think they can with the talent that they plan on keeping. Well, they did say that other than Pettersson, everyone else is in play. I I don't think that's true. Um, But I don't... This team is too talented. So unless they trade away... All their talent, they can't do a rebuild. Like I feel like they're stuck,
1: and I feel doing this move, this coaching move at this time, kind of reeks of we want to fall as far down as we possibly can go this year. Because even like, there's no saving this. Do you think this is going to save the season? Does this save this? Can Rick? Is there a potential that Rick Tockett comes in and this season is saved? Do they go on a tear after the All Star Game long enough to get themselves in the playoffs and then be serious in there? Zero. Is that well? That's what I mean. Then why do you do it now? Why does this coaching change need to happen now? It 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 kind of pushes forward the incredibly disrespectful move. No reason for this. No reason for that information to get out. And if it does, you can you can easily put a kibosh on it and say, no, we are finishing the season with Boudreaux come win or lose. And it doesn't matter. And that's how you handle that because there's no changing what's happening this year. N- not Rick Tockett, not Mike Babcock. For some reason, his name comes to mind, but nobody's changing the, the outcome of this season. So why do this? Why be this mean? Why be this cruel to someone you just claim to be a friend in, in uh, at a press conference? I, the you whole know, thing is disrespectful. The one thing I was
3: thinking about is I think, you know, Joel, you just, kind of got me thinking about this but i think it's a pretty good sign that they don't know what they have in which way to go like i honestly like you're you're Actually, right yeah. you're you're in that listen i was i'm an ottawa fan so i definitely have dealt with the like we don't know what we are for a long time
1: yeah.
3: um and i think like that's maybe a little bit of it you what are we and then, and then, like, do you keep Boudreaux? Do you not keep Boudreaux? Is it coach? Is it not the coach? Bring Rick Tockett in. I agree. There's uh, with Mike. There's some familiarity there. So, so there's that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I'm glad I don't have a horse in the race.
0: Well, you you know what? Like to piggyback on what Scott's saying, and this is this will kind of be put to you, Joel. Do you feel a little bit like maybe this started to roll down a hill a little bit as soon as they signed JT Miller? And, and look, I know like at that moment and at that time, you can't see what's going to happen in the future. So, but to a certain extent that, did, did that not kind of start the hampering of what they could do? IE. I mean, they kind of almost made their decision when they decided to sign Miller about where they were going to head to, uh, uh, or what road they were going to be heading down to with Horvat? I mean, I just kind of wanted to get your opinion on that, Joel, as a Vancouver fan. Uh, it
2: it was a tough situation where you've got a, a player as in Miller, where like he's proven he's he can score a hundred points in a, in a season. Um, like hindsight's twenty twenty. If I if you would have asked me a year ago, uh, mm-hmm. who was going to score more points, between Miller and Horvat? As much as I like Horvat as the team captain, like Miller was going to be a higher scoring player um now we all knew he had a little bit of a temper on him like he can be uh, emotional um and between the two I always preferred Horvat but like I was definitely happy to see when they decided to sign Miller I thought okay they're gonna make a push they're gonna go uh it yeah, made yeah. it was it was nice to see that they they seemed serious about do, making this happen I think the downfall, personally, um, for at least for Boudreaux, was that he was never Alvin's guy, right? Like Boudreaux was hired before yeah. Alvin. Alvin yeah, came.
0: One hundred percent
2: wasn't his his choice. Um, apparently, talk it might have been, but uh, <laughs> you, I think you made a good point, Martay. There was no reason to do it now. It's not as if the fans were asking for his head. And it wasn't the yeah. players asking for his head. It this is strictly no, like he's not our guy, management. Uh, we're just gonna bring in this guy, and again, it's no, it's just disrespectful to why not just let him finish the season? Nobody wanted him out, we're not going anywhere. No, like what are you trying to save? So, yeah,
1: that's a nice new (laughs) slogan. It's a nice new slogan (laughs) for Vancouver. What are you trying to save? Uh, (laughs) Um, yeah, and it's. it's really too bad, but I think there's a flip side to all this. Bujo, I do believe, gets in somewhere. Uh is kind of too good of, oh my the, God, a, yeah. of a coach to sort of sit in the sidelines. He's not done with hockey. The passion is clearly is what's that? Senators. And that's okay. Well, thanks for stealing the segue, Jackass. But yeah, that's <laughs> where I was going. <laughs> So that's the next step in this or around the the, round the boards for this week um, for our listeners at home. So what is holding back the Ottawa Senators? Now, before we get too deep into this, Scott will lead into there. Um, but just quickly, did you see someone had taken a clip of uh, last night's game where DJ Smith was on the bench and he was saying, shut up. And then immediately yeah. they cut, was it Dabrinkat? No, gonna, uh, it went Stutzler. Off. Stutzler. And and he was saying, fuck off. So they really set it up to make it look like, you know, Smith has lost the room. The players no longer respect. I don't think that's what was actually going on. I believe Smith was actually talking to the referee. But however, this brings me to my question to Scott to open this segment. Scott, do you think Smith has now officially lost the room?
3: I I think he lost the room a long time ago. I think he lost the fans a long time ago. Like the guy... I don't know what he's proved that keeps him around. Like, I'm not quite sure. And you know what? I like, I'm sure he listens to this show, but loves it. um, Loves it. it. Maybe he should (laughs) listen to
0: the
3: show. show, He should maybe listen a little less and, you know, start focusing (laughs) on hockey. But, um, (laughs) um, I think. A first off, I don't think he's a very good defensive coach. Right. I don't think he's been because able they've it's... been able to do that. I don't think um he you if you watch a lot of his game a lot of their games, you know, they got so much young talent on that team. Yeah. They're fast, they're should they're, there's a little bit of bite to them. Yep. And I don't think they use it enough. They the, the schemes they use aren't 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 enough. It's they're they're not digging into that. Um if you watch, they're they're kind of predictable. Like there's the style of play right now is predictable.
1: It's a good um, word, actually. You're right about that.
3: And and so I think like, you know, this is T.J. Smith's first coaching job. So it, you know, what has he been there? Four years, five years, something. Yeah, I think around so. that. And you know, I think the record. I don't even want to hazard a guess at what that record is. I guarantee he's way below 500. I um,
1: I guarantee I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, <laughs> 101 I, I, and 127. Is that 449? This is his one, two, three, one, two, three. This is fourth season.
3: Yeah. And and so I don't know what everybody's seen. I think this boudreaux, like your point. Um, I think this boudreaux I think Boudreaux would be awesome in Ottawa. I think again, we still have we're like we're like Vancouver. Our defense is just Mm-hmm. Swiss cheese, but um, but I think like I don't know. I think I think they need a big coaching change. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I honestly I I think I've texted both of you guys so many times where I'm like, it has to be fired after this game, right? <laughs> yeah, it has, it has to be. <laughs> and Mike, Mike, you're always like, "Yep, should be after this game." I can't see it going longer. And like, that, it's been four months of, <laughs> of us yeah. texting that. So I, what I what it what I think will be interesting somebody wrote about this i think it was in the athletic or something and they were like the second half what what do they become are they do they do they decide to drop out do they keep keep pushing yeah. like they're right in that middle ground too where you're not sure <laughs> and i've been hitting up the draft lottery simulator um we've we've gotten Berdard probably twice out of 32 times not so bad. that's not bad yeah okay. yeah i feel better, good about it that's really
0: good odds actually <laughs> I mean, um, for me, DJ, DJ Smith is a guy that, like, perfect for a rebuild. But, I mean, you're ready to take the next step now. And, I mean, I know, you know, we keep uh, um, talking about Boudreaux. And I, I, I actually do think he's kind of perfect for where that team is at. And, like, they're ready to take the next step. We're, we've all been waiting for it. I mean, especially with the offseason they had last year. I mean, we certainly don't didn't think they were going to be in the spot that they're in right now. So, I mean, Marty and I have been talking about it on the show for a number of weeks now, and DJ Smith. Nothing, nothing against the guy personally whatsoever, but I mean, you know, he he was never going to be the guy to see you to any kind of uh, a Stanley Cup of sorts or, or to that next level, whatever you know, whenever and whatever level you think that is. He just wasn't that guy. So, I mean. Going back to Boudreaux again, I mean, look what he does when he gets into Washington. Then he goes over to Anaheim. Look what he does there. Then he goes over to Minnesota. Like, I mean, and then last but not least, Vancouver. I mean, the guy guy basically saved the season so to speak last year. I mean, he, he, go, he goes where he goes, and he's very successful. And, I mean, it's not like that team is devoid of talent in any way, shape, or form. I mean, Marty, you and I have been talking about top sixes, and really, at the end of the day, even top nines here yeah. that could start to really challenge just about any club uh, in the league, let alone the Eastern Conference. So mm-hmm. I, I, I do think that it is absolutely time to make a coaching change from DJ Smith. Is that Boudreaux? I don't know. But I do think that would be quite the fit, especially for that team where they're at in in their in their development.
1: We just need to take a quick commercial break from our sponsor, DraftKings, and we'll be right back.
0: The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just five dollars and get 203 bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. I'll be keeping an eye on my New York Giants and my boy Danny Dimes as we take on divisional rival Philadelphia Eagles. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL divisional round and get two hundred free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN.
3: Yeah, and I think um uh Pierre Dorio, I think I think there's a little too much attachment to him in there and he's hesitant to pull that trigger.
1: Well it's also his ego, right? Dorio's yeah. kind of he loves his who he is and like they extended him recently, right? Like two years. So he's, he's still Smith is still there uh, through next year, but that'll be it after next year. Now uh, with with the fact that a lot of people have been saying this, that Smith should be fired. I mean, it's trended on Twitter more than a few (laughs) times. Um, I think that in the summer, we'll see something. I don't think anything happens right now. Uh, again, to protect Dorian's image as much as possible, he's going to try and sweep this under the rug. It'll be a quiet move kind of thing in the summer where most people won't even take notice. So starting next year, I do think Ottawa has a new coach. If they don't, this is pretty pathetic because if you look at, again, we're talking about what has he done, nothing. He's It's been status quo every year and nothing has changed since, ni- since 2019-20 his um, his winning percentage has never really wavered off of what it is now. And the finish has been 7th, 6th, 7th, 7th. He's always done the same thing. He's always led the team to the exactly same results. So, you know, it's long overdue. The two-year extension was completely wrong. Um, but it is what it is for now. I don't think... I think the most important question, Scott, you mentioned, I think it's the most interesting thing right now is what happens at the trade deadline. What does Ottawa do? Because... They could get better. They could, they could fill in some holes. It will cost them. What will it cost them? Will it cost them current players that they're in love with? Or will it cost them players that are up and coming? Will it cost them picks? Will it be a, a sort of finagle of all of them? They've got to do something on D. I don't mind Talbot in Nets. Um, I think <laughs> that's fine for now. I think a two-year contract for him after this year is, <laughs> You don't... Not so much, Scott? No? You're not a Talbot fan in, in Ottawa?
3: We'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that. We'll um, wait to
1: be beauties and beasts for that. Okay. That's fair. So I, all I'm trying to get at though, is that oh, there's, no, there, they, they could do something. They could do something. If they were creative about it, they could do something and actually give themselves a hand for next year. But I don't, I don't think this year, I mean, where are they right now? 14th in the conference sitting with a 20 and 23 record, 43 points. So essentially 10 points out of a playoff position. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about Pittsburgh, Florida, Islanders, Buffalo ahead of them. I, this doesn't happen this year, guys.
3: They, it, so two thing, I, I will push back on one thing. One main thing. I think you, I don't think you wait till summertime. I think you you have to do it in season. I think you need to do two things. Send a message to the fans that you recognize problems when they're happening. And like, to me, and I think you send a message to the team that says, this is not good enough. And you, you know, whether it was DJ Smith or not, it's not working. And so you better change it up. We have to. I also think what's neat would be interesting is they did that sort of now ish. Let's say over the All Star break. Um, let's say that happens. I don't know if, when it, when if um, you have a chance to get a new coach. In the, in the second half of the season where you're potentially not going to make the playoffs, right? So the pressure's a little off. And then you come into next year with this new coach, new system, guys, more stability. Um,
1: kind yeah, of an I advanced think, situation as to what happened with St. Louis and Montreal, actually. Right.
3: And then and then That's I think, like, to bring we don't know if he's going to sign. I'm yeah. really worried he's not. But anyways. Really? I've um, heard he loves it in Ottawa. Doesn't he? I, I'm yeah. just...
1: I'm an I've his, I, yeah. I, so I've heard he's actually already found a house. He just hasn't bought it yet. I heard he loves the low key, he's a low-key kind of guy. So there's Ottawa is so friggin' low-key. I'm not even sure <laughs> it's on the map in most places. Um, so I, I think it's actually a really good fit. But again, until anything happens, these are all just rumors. So
3: yeah, I mean to me that would signal to the team that there's a commitment to change things up. We know it's a problem and we're not gonna run it back. And I think um, like they have currently have eight million dollars of cap space. They're projected to have three point six. Like we can spend some money here.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I don't know. Obviously, they got to re-sign a few of those players. So yeah.
2: um,
3: whatever the, whatever happens there, but yeah, I don't. I I think you do it now. I think you. I think you go into the the second half of the season. A different team. You know, remember Thanks St. New- Louis. St. Louis came back so who knows. Sorry. Yeah. If for,
0: if for nothing else you can at least get the structure that that new coaching team wants to wants to implement into that group and basically you're almost getting somewhat of an extended uh, training camp really in all reality, you know, filtering in into the offseason going into next year. So yeah, I, I so I would probably have to agree with Scott that, you know, at, at the very end, it's not a situation where it's, it's got that toxicity like there is in in Vancouver right now either. So it's not like that's all kind of going on in the background as well. So, you know, it it would certainly speak to the fans. I I believe that now I think the only problem, and we can go back to, you know, what, what, what Scott was starting at first, there's so much of a loyalty right now between Dorian and, and uh, DJ Smith. Like you you really have to hope that Dorian can at, at the very least see what's in front of him and, see that it, it is time to move on. like i mean he's he's just not the guy he, he's not your he's not the guy that's going to bring you there so yeah, mm-hmm. why not make that change now and, and i i i gotta i gotta admit i do like scott's point in regards to you know at, at the very least you're showing your fans that okay we know yeah. this, this is a bit of an issue here like we know this is something that we need to move on from at some point and again what's the point in waiting in this particular situation
1: um, Joel, do you have uh, anything to add, or are you just going to take a nap?
2: <laughs> I'll just letting you guys go off. No, I guess what I've been thinking most about the Dallas the Senators, especially like you were saying, like obviously they need help with D. Um, I remember back when Carlson had his heydays with the Sens, they had Mathot there to kind of mm-hmm. take on That's the load, the heavy load, let Carlson do his thing. Now, I'm not saying Shabbat is Carlson by any by any stretch. However, he is talented. He is set, ever since he's gotten back from injury, he's done much better. Uh, I would like a pairing with Shabbat or even Sanderson. He's right there, too. Um, someone that just, like, blocks a ton of shots. Like, someone mm-hmm. that will carry the, carry the load and let them be the offensive guys. They need him a thought. So, like, I'm thinking... Big, heavy,
0: big heavy D-man.
2: Exactly. So, like... Some of that blocks – so, like, Vegas, let's say. Like, they've got two guys that are always top of the league and block shots. Like, we've got uh, Alex Martinez is one. Uh, Angel is another one. Uh, Braden McNabb is one. Like, guys that won't – like, especially the last two uh, – or Martinez and McNabb, they're not going to light the lamp, but, like, they're constantly blocking shots, like, doing the heavy minutes, like, doing the dirty work. Like, I think Ottawa could benefit something along those lines.
3: I 100% agree. I think you need, I would go for two of those guys. I would love to get one beside Sanderson, one beside Shabbat. And and then the, you know, the other, the other guys, I don't know, Hamannick, who knows what he's about. I like,
2: I like Zub a lot.
3: I like Zub a lot too. I agree. Um, so I think, I think you, you need to shore (laughs) The, the, whatever goalie you bring in there needs some help. Um, They gave up way too many shots. Um, they're not intimidating in their own end um, <laughs> <laughs> at, all, at all. So I, I agree. I think you need the big, heavy defenseman. I'm still kind of... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm i'm really curious if they sign um, uh, Chikrin, if that oh, ever yeah. happens. I think that could be interesting. I, Dumba would be an interesting mix too. Oh, so, really? So I'm
1: do no? you
3: like dumba i don't mind dumba like like you don't? yeah. you got you got guys that don't have to carry like dumba won't have to carry the load there um and there's True. no there's no like he gets to share the wealth you've got so i that i mean <laughs> i like dumba much better than kamenik and well zaitsev is a is a no show anymore but that's very- you know Nick Holden. I don't know. I like him better than those. I would keep Branston. I like him still, but he's still, he's a small guy. He's not a big guy. So.
1: Yeah. Wow. Like, so I'm just having a quick look at it now. And you're right. Like Ottawa allows basically 32 shots against to 33 shots for um, it's fine. You're shooting the puck a lot. Uh, you know, you're shooting it once more than the other team though. Um, so if you're shooting a lot, that means you're getting shot on a lot. So you can't like that. Now, that being said, they are technically in the middle, lower tier though, but middle of the pack when it comes to shots against, but that's definitely an area you're going to have to cinch up. If you want to have any sort of success, like you can't think you're going to be able to move forward when you're allowing the team to shoot on your goalie 32 times. Obviously that's a big hole on defense, but obviously that's also an issue with the way the, the team is being run. So goalie and uh, head coach basically fix those two areas. I think... I think so we can get into Talbot later.
3: I agree with you. If they had some defense to shore him up, he would make it safe. And I'd be really curious to see, and I don't have it up in front of me, but you said, you know, they're, they're, um they're kind of middle of the road in shots against. Yeah. I would be curious. What, what are those scoring chances? Because I think they're, I think they let up a lot of quality chances. Yeah. So quality shots, right? And that's, that becomes the difference there.
1: I'm going to try and look that up. You guys continue talking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be, you know what, here, why don't we do this, Joel? I'll send you DJ Smith. I'll sign, you, you talk, it's not going to help you. I'll, <laughs> t- <laughs> I'll sign, I'll sign Boudreaux. Um, you, know what, you know what, though, like I do think of things like, I think last time I was on here, I was like, I'm pissed at the like, the Kraken are so good because I do think there's a lot of teams that are similar to Ottawa, similar to Vancouver, like the makeup of the teams, you know, a couple fast guys, good high scoring guys, talented guys. And I feel like you know, New Jersey is definitely like that, and oh. they're doing great. oh man, um, I the Kraken, I don't know if you can say that they have a ton of high scoring guys, but you know what? you know what I do like about them is not that I want to pump the tires of the Kraken but like <laughs> nobody on there is standing out but they all got good points.
2: Well, it's yeah,
3: yeah, it's it's yeah. super interesting. <clears throat> so that that kind of stuff drives me nuts cuz I'm like, "Oh, it could be us."
1: we are only 2 us. years into this. <laughs> um but yeah. Is we'll there see is there like if you were to it so I, I maybe i should ask this to both you guys so if you were if you had a move left in you for this season whether it be to salvage the season or to look f- positively into the future what would you guys do we'll start with joel future yeah Yeah. Uh, okay so what kind of move then
2: what kind of move do i want to see it like at the deadline
1: yep well what do you want to see to show that okay the future looks bright now
2: uh, we need some draft picks. I, I again, like I'm, I, I touched on it before. I'm tired of going after first, second, like past picks that haven't worked out yet. Let's bring him in. Like saying, like Myers had that great year when he first started Buffalo. He looked awesome. Um, uh, and then Ekman Larson, same thing, highly touted. Let's bring this guy in. But like, no, like let's let's get some draft picks. Like when we got rid of those three big contracts to Arizona, we gave up a few tra- uh, draft picks, including a first overall, which ended up being a tenth overall, which Arizona ended up getting Gunther. I would love to have Gunther right now. Those three hmm. contracts that went to Arizona, they're already off their books. What do we have? We have Ekman Larson and Garland, a twelve million dollars signed, like tied up to them,
1: yeah,
2: for, for like years to come. No gunther with us like no like i would like to see some picks like i sure it's not an automatic return but i would like to see his homegrown talent come in
1: it's at least an area that vancouver sorry mike i'll just finish this thought let you talk um it's at least an area where yeah go go ahead vancouver (sighs) definitely needs improvement on, um, and it, it's been proven now because of, their, because of what has happened pretty recently. So might as well, you got to work on an area. you got to start somewhere. So might as well start in this area, because like, like you've mentioned earlier too, your team isn't bad. You've got a good team. You've got a lot of good pieces. Uh, possibly a Rick Tocket or something else could happen where this team suddenly starts to win. So imagine if you start to win and you've, you're starting to shore up some picks now. So it 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 at least fixes that hole and you've got yourself some picks. So it, it's yeah, I would I agree that that would be a good move for the future for Vancouver, Mike. And that makes three of us because I I agree with Joel one hundred percent.
0: I think you got to go into the deadline. Your your prospect pipeline is is basically devoid of talent. I mean I'm not saying that there isn't stuff there, but it's basically devoid of talent and with the way the league is right now you're not waiting four and five years for these kids to I mean a lot of these kids are able to make some sort of impact at an earlier age so I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with with making that move going after the draft picks you're starting to fill up that cupboard I mean and and more importantly don't go and start trading all of that afterwards like just because you're you're in this kind of middle of the road where you still have a, a lot of quality talent on on the roster right now but it's not like you can just get rid of everybody like it's just you know i i would i would venture to say they would have quite a difficult time in in trading miller uh especially with that contract mm-hmm. and it's the attitude right now right it's it's the attitude that everybody's seen all year long i mean i own the guy and <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same. I'm kind of in the same spot in our league as as Vancouver is with the player in the NHL. Like, there's there's nobody who's really kind of going to be a taker right now. He's going to have to get back to what we saw last year. Listen, I, I'll I'll deal with all the emotion. I'll deal with with banging the stick on the bench, not necessarily at your frigging goaltender, but I, I'll deal with it on the bench as long as you're giving me 99 points a year. If you're if you're gonna be productive for me like that I can deal with a, a little bit of that the over emotional part of it I'll, I'll say I mean Joel mentioned it off the top of the show he, he's always been an emotional guy and I really don't have a problem with that so mm-hmm. it's it's just a case where you kind of got to figure this out I mean it, it it's gonna it's gonna take quite a bit but it, it, there's some heavy
1: lifting to come so the next one then we'll go with Scott. So for Ottawa, so that you could say, all right, the future looks good. Uh, what could you do at the trade deadline though? It's sort of make you feel like you're going in the right direction.
3: Uh, well, first I you gotta get some defense in there. Show that you're know where your holes are. I think they know, but uh, make a move on it. It's a couple jokes there. Uh, yeah,
2: sure is. Sure is. Players to get that, or are you trading away some picks?
3: Like, uh, I think I would start with the RFA area, um, or UFA RFA, maybe just to see what's out there, or like a rental, just to see. Um, I know it's weird to say go for a rental in, in this particular moment when you're not like necessarily going into the playoffs, but, but mm, I think a... Ottawa can make a case for signing guys longer.
1: There's, um, there's logic in going out and getting a rental in the sense that like, okay, let's see what happens when we plug this player in here who, cause you're assuming the rental is a, a good piece that makes sense for your team. It's a hole that you're aware that you're trying to plug in. So you do that. If it works out, then you're like, oh, either we resign this guy or we find another player very similar to that. And then you kind of go two year at that point, And then you've got something sort of solidified for next year. Now you feel confident in making that decision moving forward. So I don't see that as necessarily being uh, the wrong move. It's a little bit unorthodox, but it's a, it's a good, it's an interesting concept because you don't necessarily want to give up the farm, right? You don't want to give up anything because this is, in my opinion, an unproven, untapped room of really skilled hockey players that's just been coached by the wrong guy for too long. You don't necessarily want to blow anything up because it's not, I'm not sure we're, I'm not sure this is the team. We haven't really seen the senators yet. At, not at their best. We've seen glimpses of it, but we need them at their best consistently. And I think a different coach does that. So that's why, unless you do the coach thing now, if you plug in a rental, see how that works out for you, then it gives you the concept for next year.
3: Yeah. And I think, you know, they have guys in there in, in the minors that are still projected to be pretty good. They need they need good coaching. They need a leader who's going to teach them. So you know Jacob Bernard docker You've got Lassie Thompson, who I think could be really interesting. So you got guys like that that I think are are good. If they were go go out and get a trade, which is totally possible because you got you got room and you got um, you got youngsters to go after. <laughs> Please, whatever you do, pa- package Zaitsev contract in with all of that. Um, yeah, that that to me would be the big one. Uh, the other thing I would say, and I mean, it's not necessarily answering your trade deadline, but it could actually, is um, go out and spend to the cap. Like, yeah, come on, how long can we not? Like, That's it costs money. It it costs money to get guys, and I love yeah. that they went after uh, Debrinket, yeah. um, and they signed uh, Stutzla. They signed um they're they're here for a long time yeah um so those so those are all really really good signs that you're building that team um shabbat's there for a while so you got that you got pieces right um now go spend like there's nothing wrong in spending to the cap when you think you have a chance so
0: yeah
3: i don't know who that's i mean chikarin it's been conversations all year long about that uh, Klangberg, I don't know. I think he's he might be a little. I would like somebody a little younger. That's yeah. why a Chikrin would be interesting. But I think they, those.
2: Sorry, Scott. These are all guys again that that can score, and I feel. I like, know. Uh, I know. Sand, like Sanderson. So. Yeah, I did. Like they, it all sounds great, but it's not what they need. Personally, I don't think.
3: I I agree. I would. Uh, like part of me thinks, do you send Sanderson there for a Chikrin? And and whatever, whatever that makeup is, mm-hmm. you know, I like Sanderson a lot, but is he going to do that? Hit it? I don't know. Chitron, you know what he is.
2: Right.
3: Um, and then you still got to go get some big guys. So I'm 100% with you. You need to be intimidating your own end. That's the, the first thing first. And they're not, <laughs> they're not
1: intimidating in their own end. To be clear, Chitrin is actually considered a good defenseman's defenseman. He actually isn't. His numbers aren't terrible. He just so happens to have a really good offensive game as well. But if what you're hoping for, because Chicharun's going to be expensive, um, and if you want, you know, any concept of keeping whatever he would bring over long term, I'm not sure that would happen. You're right. Like if you give up a big exp- another piece uh, and then just sort of have Chicharun be the 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 player that takes over the defensive court. basically leading it either first or second line or whatever it is, but. It's probably like Joez probably right. Going out and spend a little bit less and maybe spend more on forwards or more on another goalie or whatever it is, um, on just getting a defensive defenseman. And that's his only game. Just to, to allow the, your other younger defensemen, who are obviously a little bit more offensive, uh, let them flourish and let them become, you know, our this generation's Carlson and see where that goes. Yeah, I, I can
3: totally see that. The only thing I would think, again, I I just think having so I'm, I agree with everything. I still think Chikrin. I mean, I've owned him for
1: yeah. a
3: long time. I've been waiting and waiting. Yeah. Um, I do think he is such a talented player, and he's still young. That if you have a chance to get him, get him. Um, so, and it, I don't disagree with all the everything else you guys are saying. And who knows? Maybe you'd bring a Chikrin in there, and it takes some pressure off the Shabbats of the world to like,
1: yeah.
3: You know, uh, he puts up ridiculous minutes. He's on every power play. So, like, he could help, you know, spread that around. So, who uh, who knows? I mean.
1: Yeah, he's at 26 uh, minutes a game.
3: Yeah. That's
1: a lot. lot. I think that's that's down. Oh, is it really? Oh, my God. Because he was out.
3: It was crazy what he was out there for. But. um,
1: Oh, it is. You're right. It is down from the last three seasons, which was over 26. Just... so you're right he's lost about uh 15 seconds on it. <laughs> that's
3: that's enough for a water and a spit so it <laughs> <laughs> makes all the
1: difference in the world yeah um yeah. so mike what about you like are you anything you want to add to, to any of this for the ottawa senators
0: i i mean i think we've said everything that we've we've had to say i mean and i I would imagine I speak for everybody here too. Like we've all been waiting for this team to hit that next level. Right. Like it's just, it's like, when is this going to happen? When is this going to happen? Cause I mean, the talent is there. I mean, it was the summer of Pierre. Like, I mean, this guy went out and he got (laughs) a lot of stuff. And, and I mean, we talked about it at length as well. Like, I mean, you're going out and you're getting a Giroux. Like the guy's got a lot of pride. He's from the area. I mean, he's coming back home. He's making the decision to, to, I mean, let's face it. I mean, you know, ottawa wasn't world beaters here he he probably had a little bit of a choice of where he wanted to go i mean it's coach drew after all don't tell me that it was only the ottawa senators that were interested so i mean there there was just so much positivity and i just felt like that's that is so stagnant so stagnant throughout the whole year so again going back to kind of you know uh dj smith here i think it i just think it's time and you get you do have to kind of change things up here at some point. got it has gotten too stagnant in Ottawa. I mean that's where I'll leave it, I and mean, it just is, and everybody can see it. We're, we're waiting for them to hit the next level, and I hope it comes soon.
3: Yeah, I, the one thing we didn't mention, and I think is an important part of this year's story, is Josh Norris' injury. That was that was a huge, huge ah, that's a good hit,
1: point, right? It's like piece.
0: it's a big piece.
3: It's a big piece. It doesn't change necessarily the defense, but it changes your ability to at least uh, make it one or two goal games instead of, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're going to have, if you're going to have a race, then at least you got the guys that can help score. So, um, yeah,
1: you're right. Good call. That's a big piece. He had 35 goals from last year. So, you know, how do you replace that with, uh, with the other players that you have and it does, it changes your, your game plan. So yeah, good call Scott. And they're still the best. (laughs) Oh, that's it. That's the state. That's the whole statement. They're still the best. Okay. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I, I, Joel got to put a tagline out there for the Canucks, <laughs> so I thought I would come in with my own. Still the best. You want to get Tina Turner on the line? <laughs> I think I think your I think yours was. We'll see. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, I don't know. It was something
3: like that. We'll come yeah. back. We can. We can. We can. We'll find, find it. it. I'll find it. <laughs> I
0: I've already got the tagline for the Habs, man, and it's been around for a couple of years now. Ça va bien, aller. Uh, <laughs> bien Ali. and yes. uh
1: and just for good measure edmonton is uh well i hope so and that's oh it. my god that's... <laughs> that's just em- edmonton is today already it, uh... <laughs> yeah oh, how about this we combine the two well i hope today and that, yeah. that, that'll be a little bit of everything <laughs> for edmonton although they've been playing a lot better lately uh they're right up there they're, they're catching up to it's funny that eh? they still got to catch up to seattle and los angeles like, what world are we in right now? This is so bizarre. <laughs> it's very weird, very weird.
0: Thanks to everyone out there for listening. If you are interested in reaching out to us, you can email us at two guys a league, and some guests at gmail.com. You can find our latest episodes on our website at tugalag.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter for all of our info. Our handle is at Tugalag. That's the number two, followed by G-A-L-A-G. Thanks for listening and until next time.